0: Lemuel Gonzalez, repentant sinner, and along with Amity Armstrong, your heavenly host, I invite you to find a place in the pew for today's painless Sunday school lesson without works.
1: This week we talk about the conservative push to establishing a theocracy within the United States in Not Necessarily the Good News, and discuss a related topic, Jesus and the Government, in your own personal Jesus.
0: Just a few months ago, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn made this statement.
1: If we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one nation under God, and one religion under God.
0: He did this at the Cornerstone Church in San Antonio, Texas, the bully pulpit of evangelical misogynist, anti-Semite, and homophobe John Hagee, best known for creating the Blood Moon Prophecy, an apocalyptic prediction inspired by the cycles of the moon. This was part of the Reawaken America Tour, a call to revival under the banner of Christian nationalism. We should point out that Christian nationalism is a contradiction. Two north end magnets repelling each other. Theocracy is a very old idea and never applied anywhere with any degree of success. God who sets planets in orbit appears to be indifferent to human governing. Great danger to a theocracy is that lacking God's constant intervention... Uh, to, on sanitation issues and infrastructure, then it must be administered by people, people who know what God intends and use scriptures to interpret it. Michael Flynn, <coughs> excuse me, Michael Flynn, currently under investigation by the House Select Committee for his part in the deadly and badly botched January 6 coup, coup d'état, uh, endorses this kind of apocalyptic prophecy, the kind that made John Hagee so popular. We have covered in recent episodes how the idea of the United States has been depicted uh sorry we have covered in recent episodes the idea that the United States has been a Christian nation despite overwhelming lack of evidence. A Christian nation does not practice genocide. A Christian nation does not practice slavery. A Christian nation does not use unjust laws to oppress people based on the color of their skin. This is one of those occasions where the appeal to a prepared audience gets the expected reaction. An appeal to the religious-minded who do not trust government authority. God will establish a kingdom on earth. In this appeal, it would uh, be an earthly kingdom, not a spiritual kingdom as Jesus wanted. Who would administer their kingdom? The likes of Hagee, Alex Jones, or Michael Flynn. The Old Testament describes an attempt at theocracy. Not a full theocracy, mind you, but a group of wandering judges who heard grievances and made decisions based on the laws of Moses. This was a limited period of Bible history covered in the biblical book of Judges. There are a dozen judges described, and to the credit of the biblical authors and editors, no one attempts to cover their moral failures and shortcomings. There were virtuous judges like Deborah, who we visited in an earlier episode, warrior judges like Gideon, and a few with superhuman abilities like Samson. Eventually this period gave way to a kingship, and that started the tradition of a centralized, formal government led by a political leader rather than a prophet like Moses or a guerrilla fighter like Samson. One of the things we can say that the United States managed to do right is to create a new kind of government, one that is not ruled by a person claiming divine leadership. It's odd that the new conservative movement is trying to bring back a failed system of governance.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess this is a very good... uh illustration of Uh the conservative side of the country's hypocrisy where they can scream to high heaven about how the constitution is the death or is the the thing that we need to hold firm to while negating any parts of the constitution that they don't particularly enjoy like the division of church and state, and it's like they've all forgotten what the Puritans came here for, in the first place, which was for government to get out of their worshiping. <laughs> like that was the whole and the, the of it,
0: Puritans right? The Puritans themselves were, um,
1: and I'm not saying yeah. I'm on board with the Puritans because I'm deeply not, exactly. but <laughs>
0: um, because they were a group that caused issues in their own country, of course. And so they didn't feel the freedom to worship, so they came here. So now we are all creating a kind of government that is. I, and I don't understand how this is supposed to be administered. The, the I, other, I,
1: the other side to this, or the other piece of this that that can't uh-huh. be overlooked and ignored is what you think a government is. Right. Like the. The definition of a of a government <laughs> and that's that's where we're gonna have our civil so now war, looking like at that's it that's the issue.
0: what is your definition so
1: I am okay, so I read a study a few mm. years ago um that talked about the difference between how liberals see what a government is and how conservatives in right. this in this country, what we call a liberal and what we call a conservative, which in this country is almost all conservative. But let's just right. <laughs> let's just say in the United States. Conservatives tend to they're the, the small government conservatives, which is not the case anymore anyways, because they really want to be as inside my body as they can get. So that doesn't feel small government to me. But right. generally, they um and these are also very gender normative heteronormative ideals that I'm going to talk about here. Conservatives see government like a father. Hands off. You don't even know what he does for a living. Very rarely sees him. Doesn't hug you and say he loves you. Like is off doing whatever he's doing. And I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And liberals see government as a mother figure. Somebody who is going to support you when you need support. Uh, a safety net of some sort. Uh, someone who is looking out for the best for everybody. Like, the lowest and the highest, like the eldest and the youngest. like So, um, that divide is so stark. And we're trying to build a country that bridges that divide, and I would argue, that's impossible to do. <laughs> yeah. That is impossible to do. You're never going to have an institution that can do both of those things. I think, and I would also yes. argue it's a it's an unflattering look at fathers. <laughs> I think
0: also. that what like personally, what I look for in a government is essentially less intrusiveness. I don't need it to dictate religion to me. There's certainly not. not a free government in the world that is dictating a single religion to its religion people. does
1: not seem the purview of the government
0: no it shouldn't be
1: welfare mm-hmm. sure is the is the purview right. for me if we're all paying taxes into a system right. what i want from that system is for that system to be protecting and supporting Everyone, not based on how much they put into it, right? But everyone, because when everyone is supported, then I know that I am supported.
0: Like, (laughs) we have, um, in the United States, this kind of Darwinian survival ethic, yeah,
1: it's real fucked up.
0: Excuse me, (laughs) yes, it's real messed up. Um, and what I find funny is that we're calling ourselves a Christian nation, but we're going along with this notion that you fall and fail on your m- lack of merit. Merit, yeah. And you succeed on your own merits. Mm-hmm. So we have educational systems that are turning up people who believe they have a bigger chance of succeeding, which is not always the case. Um, but we also are... It, it, the, the system that we have creates an uh, economically impoverished group mm-hmm. and a group that is better off and... A band of people in the middle, a wide band that uh, have various degrees of the ability to survive.
1: The, yeah, because the system that we have right now is capitalism, which is which right. is the not the like if you looked up opposites in the dictionary, uh, the opposite of capitalism isn't Christianity, but the opposite of Christianity could be described as capitalism. Yeah, so
0: and this is something that theologians have commented on. It's mm-hmm. like it's impossible to inject Jesus Christ into a system where people just sort of fail and are... And that's, well, that's what you get. ...ground under the wheels. Yep. Uh, whereas Jesus specifically, as we know, mm-hmm. having looked at the teachings and even the exposure that you've had here, has nothing but a kind of a general contempt for the rich and a support for the poor and the people who are downtrodden. And this is what he did. So how this this Jesus gets kind of Plastered as the face of the conservative capitalist
1: Well, you know what they had to do West. first? They had to bleach his skin.
0: Well, they had to bleach his skin. They also had to make sure that his teachings get interpreted by people yeah. like John Hagee or yeah. like Michael Flynn. Um, and I'm not sure this is where it goes. Also,
1: the... I, every, every uh-huh. time I hear an evangelical talking about the mm-hmm. Bible, like right. quoting from the Bible, it's always the Old Testament.
0: Well, it's always the Old Testament and a lot of St. Paul. Okay, sure. Um, sure,
1: yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, They're a little before and after. But, right. but it feels like the important part was somewhere in the middle of us. Right.
0: Um, yes, because we're, this is not Pauline Christianity. This is Christianity that, that we're discussing. And when I... Um, see, because there's, there's two things. I don't want, I don't want government treating my lives. I also don't want small government. And that sounds like a contradiction. But when I am looking at historical stories of, for instance, Victorian Britain, and no one is monitoring the fact that Bakers are putting chalk in the bread to make it white. Yes,
1: no, absolutely. That
0: children's toys are being painted with lead. Yeah,
1: no. That there's no... Regulation, Regulation. if of there's a monetary system, right. which of course we're going to have a monetary regulation, system. Uh, I mean,
0: you have to of have regulation. Pl- of, of sanitation systems. Yeah. So that individual counties had control of their own sanitation systems and that if people were killed and injured in um, because of damage from septic systems and things like that, both the spread of disease and the actual threat of horrible death from life and limb, yeah, because there was no way to um, block off gases from coming back right. up through into right. people's homes, yeah, or uh, bathtubs at the time. The bathtub oh, was made by literally yeah. heating water pipes underneath oh, a so metal it tub, boil you. Right. and people and you were boiled to death. Yeah, and so when I look at that, I think no. At some point, a manufacturer who's making a profit is not going to be that concerned. It's, it's
1: been proved. As soon right. as the very first um, actuary right. uh, was hired to look at a problem that a company had that was killing people and do a an analysis on the cost it was going to take to fix that problem versus the cost it was going to take to pay off the victims. As soon as that happened, yes. that was it. That's a wrap. We o- We can only ever be regulated right. now because... That person ruined it for everybody, but also it's a booming business. It wasn't a one-off. It's what every company does.
0: Concern in a company, and the larger it gets, the more it's unconcerned. Well, especially
1: Um, when you make it something with shareholders that don't even have physical or emotional ties to what the company is or does. Yes. And just monetary interest. That, even, says, that 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 yeah. negates it. That that makes it even more dangerous.
0: If there's a profit to be made, it it mm-hmm. will be made on somebody's back. Mm-hmm. I was just recently reading more about the peonage and sharecropping mm-hmm. and the system of rebuilding the South by essentially creating laws meant to. Uh, put African-American people at labor, including things like vagrancy laws, and okay. using those as an excuse to put someone to in prison for six months. To re-enslave the black population. Right. Yeah. To re-enslave the black population and use them as and labor. And the poor white population. Yes. And well, it was... Well, at it. A great deal of progress was made after a white man died, in point of fact, um, from a beating that was administered by a prison... Uh, not, I believe it was a prison warden. Probably. Um, oh, but yeah. the idea was... Or, or an overseer. Um... And these sort of generations that were lost. And we could have actually say that effectively slavery died out in the mid-60s, 1960s, because yes. there was actually the systems...
1: large-scale slavery right. in the United States died out in about 1965 or nineteen Somewhere around there. Yeah.
0: That we were looking at a system that was basically... There
1: is still slavery oh, yes, in the and United there is. States.
0: And there... Uh, what... Every time there's, what I mean to say is that every time there's a profit to be made, there's people to be hurt. Absolutely. And so I want the government to intervene because it stopped it in that case. Yep. And it was slow going because each state had the right to make up their own decisions and things. But once there was more and more public exposure and particular administrations came in to support the idea that this was wrong, Mm -hmm. then things were able to change. But that's the job of government to stop things like this from happening. And so...
1: Also like... Electric grids. Right. Texas has oh, been yes. in a world of hurt for the last few years because they are on their own power grid, which is unprepared for the climate change that it has found itself amidst. Well, it's
0: currently suffering a great deal from the resistance to COVID vaccination.
1: Well, right now, yeah. With yes. that
0: same kind of notion of independence, which is completely unwarranted since the country itself wasn't founded by... Um, I mean, the, the state itself was not founded by heroes, but founded by terrorists who invaded another country and took their land. I mean, I mean that's so the United that, States.
1: I mean, that's, but But,
0: yeah. um, as for a, for as a general, but I mean, that specific story yeah. is so mythologized. Yeah. And ridiculous. And so it leaves this sort of notion about independence and now it's suffering because of that same attempt at yeah, independence. Yeah, at
1: independence. But, so, yeah, you, we're part of a society. Uh, Here's my whole thing. Right. We're part of a society. And if we're going to be part of a society then that's then there's no first of all there's no such that the phrase drain on society mm-hmm. should die in a fire because it doesn't meet there's no such thing the right. society is there to uplift everyone there's no such there's no such thing there's no such thing as a drain on society everybody has something to offer it may not be monetary value <laughs> I will not swear on this. Podcast. Thank you. But that doesn't mean that they are they need to be thrown into the street and discarded.
0: Right. And but, this is But yeah. here,
1: that is what it means. And this is
0: specifically anti-Christian. Yeah. But to take it one step further, if there was a movement towards one religion, a theocracy, who's supposed to administer this? Yeah, right. Who on earth talks to God and gets this message? And again, yeah. will it be a panel of religious yeah, also, people. Also, if this country right. uh,
1: did tomorrow, Biden said, mm. "You know, like the like the Emperor of Rome, one day we're right. a Christian nation." Well, which Christian? Right, which exactly. Christianity?
0: Well, not just Christianity, but let's say, would there be a panel of religious leaders that were leading the country? And I have to. What counts as Christian and what doesn't? Right. I have to. Well, and that's the interesting thing. Because, Do you have to right practice Christianity, or?
1: If you're going to practice a religion, is Christianity the one you have to choose? Right. Like, there are a lot so of
0: questions. Like, what are then, you talking about? <laughs> there's a longstanding kind of issue between Protestant and Catholic churches. And it seems like in the United States, we don't seem to think a great deal about other Orthodox Christian traditions. No.
1: Uh, well, I happen we to do. have a, of Greek friends, so the Greek mm-hmm. Orthodox Church is a fairly exactly
0: um, prominent
1: it, thing in my brain. Right. Not in my everyday life,
0: but in my life. Are we going a high church so that we count Protestants like Episcopalians and and uh, Lutherans, or are we going the quote unquote low church, although sometimes you know they, they validate that name, you know. Um but
1: And I'm getting kicked out of school because I didn't even say the pledge of allegiance after a certain age. I was like, right. No, thank you. This feels terrible no, I, I to don't me. Understand. I am not going to stand and pledge allegiance under God. To anything, I'm so sorry. That's I, I not
0: see, I see in the case of my friends who are agnostic, that there is an issue with just your rights being respected if this suddenly becomes a religious nation. I would dislike living in a place where, because of my religious views, I don't have a voice. Well, yeah, no, of course. And so I can't imagine for people who don't have religious views. Right. Don't have an inform. They have spiritual views, but don't have a religious view informed by catechism and
1: and like I said, teaching which and everything one
0: else. Right, exactly.
1: There are there are a lot of churches in this country, mm-hmm. and you know how many versions of Christianity there are, or how many nice. how many versions of religion there are. Yes, what's the, what's the exact population of this country right now? Because that's how many versions of religion there are. There
0: was right an now. interesting article that. Uh, uh, I read on the appropriation of Viking paganism and how it's being used uh, as a a religion for, a new religion for promoting white nationalism. Wow. And so...
1: That's a little unsurprising. uh I will say when I was pseudo-practicing paganism, Uh neo-paganism in the United States in the 2000s, the Norse gods make a lot of appearances.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, nothing nefarious that I was seeing, um, but I could absolutely see. Well, this also that leads, as a right it as a tool. To, um, it was a tool. I'm sure it was started by Russians. R- it, I'm it, going to take that out. <laughs> uh,
0: it was started, uh, or it's being promoted by a, a group of of uh, kind of neo or pagan. Churches, yeah. in an attempt to sort it of neo
1: neo-pagan, start off
0: yeah. um, being able to be free from government intervention with their white supremacist views, and create their own sort of communities and towns. It's like, oh no, no, this is our religion, so we're allowed to practice it. We just exclude everyone who doesn't have white European heritage. Right, it's a
1: it's a similar gambit mm-hmm. to what the Church of Satan was doing right. was doing in te- specifically in Texas with our we have. Like, they yes, have built
0: abortion into their religious rights. There, there's the Church of Satan, and I want to need to clarify that for people. There's the Church of Satan, and there's the Church of Satan. Those are yes. two different things. Well, yeah, they're so, called
1: different things. It's, right. not, it's not even the Church of Satan, the Church of Satan. Right. But the Church of Satan it is an atheist group, really, um, that do things to undermine. Uh-huh. The overreach of a religious authority on constituents in their areas. Right. I would say, right? So they say abortion is a religious, part of their religious right, practice. Part right. of their religious practice. Well,
0: in this so case. So we, yeah.
1: we have a way in the state that is now going to infringe on your right to exactly. medical care, a way for you, under their religious grounds rules, to get around that. Now, does it work? I don't know.
0: But in the case of the, um, doing. the <laughs> Viking pagan religion. And I can understand how uh people who um I don't know, there seems to be a sort of a using that particular culture as a rallying point for white nationalists because it represents some sort of fierce to their mind fierce yeah. white manhood. Yeah. Which is well, just not a right. bunch of
1: rapists. Just so a bunch of Yeah, I know. It's, here's the thing. I have Norse uh backgrounded me uh. um and there were it like not it not all Norse people not all mm. vikings da, 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 but a large majority mm. of the ones that we often hear about were um Pillagers and raiders,
0: more than anything else. They were not conquerors. This this was taking things for profit. Yes,
1: and uh, and women, uh, and they were yeah, they were very violent. mm -hmm. Uh, But they would yeah, just go into towns where they knew the men were gone,
0: and just take the women, children, and stuff. But there was a in this particular interview a conversation with an actual a neopagan who practiced the religion that this was an offshoot of. Okay. And he was very upset that they were appropriating his religion for white nationalism. I, I can imagine. And I felt like I wanted to sit down with him and say, it's okay, it's happened to us it's too, <laughs> right? Like, I know yeah. exactly what you're feeling, brother. I, I've been there. Yeah. I know what it's like no, to have it your is religion horrifying. And that's what this over. show
1: is. That's what this yeah. whole show is, right. is we're watching... Your your faith yeah, be appropriated faith. by the other side, and by the other side, I mean demonic presences here yes. on this earth. Now, here's the thing, y'all. I am agnostic, and I don't actually believe in demons. But if I did, their name is Marjorie Taylor Green and Mike well, Flynn.
0: These are these are people who actually are these are know, people who are. Either I can. Ro- just so... Fully say, are acting for the other side. Acting right? for, they are acting for the other side. It's like, I don't Whatever know what... that other side is, uh, that's who they're acting. I don't know what team they think they're on. Well, I have an idea, but just <laughs> this notion that we somehow are using... I, 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 I always remember, and this is a strange place to quote from Lost, Jesus Christ is not a weapon, you know, it's like... Which was one of my favorite throwaway lines from that show, when someone tries to defend themselves and picks up, you know... It was a bust of Jesus. Right, a bust of Jesus, and his mother comes and scolds him. Jesus Jesus Christ is not a weapon. weapon. Except Jesus
1: Christ has been used as a weapon.
0: Right. A lot. But I feel that particularly because that show was very kind of theologically minded a lot of times. Yeah, it was, yeah. um, That it was sort of fun to watch how they played with it. Like, no, no, we're making a point with this. Yeah. But I, I, when I look at this kind of story, it makes me worry about the direction that we're going in and where the, the, the conservatives now, the hardcore conservatives are headed. Because they're heading All away of from... Off
1: cliff with COVID, probably. Yeah, there's
0: the issues about misinformation, there's the issues yep. about deliberately lying to your constituents, yep. about doing actually anything to be voted back into office. Yep.
1: And then once you get into office... Doing nothing that Mm. helps anyone.
0: Oh, and also, um, we should say...
1: Either doing
0: nothing or doing nothing that helps. Is if you do not get into office actively... Sabotaging. Sabotaging attempts by other people and refusing to acknowledge your loss. There's just that kind of thing. And I remember when uh, there was that complaint when... um, uh, Donald Trump got into office, and there were the the, the real complaints about gerrymandering and foreign intervention, and, mm-hmm. and conservatives were saying, "Well, he won't get used to it." But a and year, then, as soon as yeah, no, a but, year later, yeah, we're yeah. like, yeah. "Well, why can't those guys because get over?" Hypocrisy. Hypocrite. So it this is, is
1: thine form. <laughs> Next up, we look to the scripture to think about what we just talked about in the news on the segment, Your Own Personal Jesus. Your Own Personal Jesus in your own personal Jesus, we try to think about modern problems in the words of Jesus or the ideas expressed. Conservative forces of often appropriate Jesus' words, or more often conservative writers like St. Paul, to validate their viewpoint.
0: You, wanna, you yeah. go So, ahead. following Michael Flynn's statement on establishing theocracy, we thought it'd be a, it might make a good opportunity to look at Jesus' thinking on the subject. There is a comment, very famous, that can be applied. Hey, I think I know this one. Let's
1: see. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words, and they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, "'Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us, then, what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not?' But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, "'Why put me to the test, you hypocrites?' Show me the coin for the, show me the coin for the tax. They brought him a denarius, and Jesus said to them, "Whose likeness is an inscription is this?" They said, "Caesar's." Then he said to them, "Therefore, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God." When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. I do have a question about
0: that, but the fact is that Jesus seems impatient with even being asked the question. Here is something you don't hear much: Jesus had a temper. Was often crossed with the constant attempts to trip him up with his words. Jesus did not appreciate being drawn with flattering words into answering questions.
1: So he didn't like gotcha journalism. Is yes, what you're saying. and
0: and the fact that it starts with such a flattering, we know that you're a good guy, and you only answer with the truth and blah blah blah. Here's a question on tithes. Uh-huh. Has
1: anyone gone to tithes, <laughs> gone to their, gone to their like a person who is devout and goes to a church? Uh-huh. I don't know why you would do this. Okay. Capitalism, All but right. so this is a dichotomy of a human being, anyways. And said, "I know that you say that I'm supposed to tithe to you, but Jesus said that coins have <laughs> coins are for the government, so my money needs to go to my taxes and not to you. Peace out. See you next Sunday. I
0: <laughs> do anybody <laughs> has ever tried that. I feel
1: like. It's a weird argument, mm-hmm. but it's the same argument, right? Like right. this money is not for like this isn't mine.
0: Right.
1: This is his. I don't have a problem with that. Whatever. But also, the church definitely asks for money. Yes, so, it like, does. that's weird. Though I,
0: I right? wonder. <laughs> I've often wondered about this in the context of state-sponsored churches. Mm. Uh, when you have countries that sponsor churches, the Church of England or, or for instance, we have a friend who lives in Austria. Yes. Um where and in those cases, and we've discussed that before. is, Italy, where, does, is the is the I don't I know. doubt it. Here's what doesn't need sponsorship. <laughs> the Vatican. <laughs> I think I, I, they they're, they're doing well set. I hear. Um but I think that uh in this case he's he's impatient with being asked the question, obviously. But there's also his um it's it, again. It's like you're saying this doesn't. Why? Why are you asking me this question? This doesn't belong to me. Right. It, it's give it back to the person it belongs to. Yeah. And so um, there's that, but there's also this sort of rejection. He doesn't want anything to do with this. There's several points in the scripture. Well, he's also.
1: He's not stupid enough to tell you to your face not to pay your taxes. Right. Well, that's that kind is of the point. a death sentence.
0: What? Now, what's interesting is that they brought the Herodians in, and these are people who are supporting Herod, part of the <laughs> puppet government put in place by the Romans. And so they were trying deliberately to, for him to say something where they could arrest him on, on sight. And there was this the, these attempts. There's a lot of stories in the New Testament with Jesus that start with, and then they crept up on him and asked him a stupid question. And then he said something that was so evasive that they're like, what, what? And then he walks away. But one of the other stories that's mentioned there, that gets mentioned in the New Testament in a couple of the Gospels is how they were trying to capture him and force him to start a revolution, make him their king, and how he was always evading that. And we also remember the story where um, Pontius Pilate asks him if he's a king, and he's like, my kingdom is not of this world. And so he very clearly says, I want to have nothing to do with trying yeah. to rule people on Earth. I mean, to the point well, to where... Not,
1: not, not necessarily, though, I would uh-huh. argue,
0: because he didn't want
1: to rule people on Earth. I don't know what his heart was. Right. But I didn't do know that he knows that as soon as he said he right. wanted to be a king or a ruler or take and, some power from somebody... Right that was going to be the end of him. Now, because that's how
0: emperors work. If you look at it at like a, as an agnostic, that's the answer. If you look at it as a person from the scriptural point of view, Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist. Yeah. He goes away into the desert. Yeah, He's tempted by the devil for 40 days and uh, while well, he's on his fast. And the devil tempts him with things like, aren't you hungry? You look like you're hungry. You could eat something to eat. devil's a jerk. But the last temptation, he shows him, apparently, to take him up to a high place somewhere in the desert and give him a vision of all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And tells Jesus, I'll give you all of this without any of your suffering. You know, you don't have to die for it. What? If you fall down and worship me because this belongs to me. And Jesus says, no. Now, what's weird is that Satan says it belongs to me. So. It effectively is saying the kingdom, human power is evil. It's evil, Which yeah. is weird. It's a weird belief because as we read uh, when we were going through St. Paul's thing, he's talking about the validity of government, and Jesus is like, no, I want no part of this. Anytime, as we just spoke about, that you have a something put into place yeah. that operates for profit, that operates for the virtues of a, a king to make them prof- you know, wealthy, yeah people are going to be crushed and go under, so he wants no part of it. And that's what makes this kind of nation, uh, uh, this notion, rather, of a nation under God with Christ as ruler. That's not at all what he ever wanted. Mm -hmm. And he very well could have led a rebellion when he was alive, if he wanted to. There was every opportunity to do this. Just crowds. Think about the stories of him feeding four and 5,000 people. He had 5,000 people there who would do anything that he said. Yeah. And they if he were wanted to start, very tr-
1: weak. They were right.
0: very, very weak because they were hungry. The, but the idea is that he was. He <laughs> and had every, also,
1: a lot of them were women.
0: Yes. But they had every opportunity to start trouble if he wanted to. And so people <laughs> were trying to recruit him to start trouble, and he just wasn't going to be a part of it because he didn't, he didn't see that you could force people to be spiritual and behave themselves. And right. he wasn't here as. Um, a ruler, he was here as a shepherd to kind of guide things along, not to take over and force people. This is not everyone's opinion. Um, I've read several religious, uh, conservative religious opinions on the subject, and it's interesting to see how this particular scripture that Jesus, rejecting the attempt to trap him, is is most often turned into a citation strictly on paying taxes and nothing else. We have included samples in our notes to show how Jesus' words are being uh, used, and not given primacy among other Old Testament scriptures and among our the ever-present croakings of St. Paul. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. For instance, "...let everyone be subject to the
1: governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established." The authorities that exist have been established by God. Romans 13, 1. Oh, I guess we're good then, Flynn. <laughs> right. We're good. But you <sighs> see,
0: that's his notion. And you can't say that. I mean, I think the attempt by...
1: I mean, I... Mm. I,
0: I don't like St. Paul. I don't
1: want to agree with him. Mm. But also, if you believe that... We live in God's will. This is a true statement.
0: <laughs> God's will, like if, it seems If the way your it. response
1: to me is that my child died because it was God's plan, then you believe this. Right. You believe all the things that are are because God
0: willed it. <laughs> this, what Jesus seems to do in his teaching is make... Uh, he seems to be commenting on the idea that... or How can I put it? Not commenting... Jesus seems to be teaching from what Mm -hmm. we can gather of his teachings. And remember, there's not that much of it. Nope. Um, He did die at thirty-three. He did not say a great deal. (laughs) A lot of what gets said in the gospels overlaps. Yeah, and we have some statements that are unsubstantiated. Some
1: real bangers, and Um, then yeah,
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) He just had great things to say, (laughs) and then he's just like,
1: (laughs) "Top tens. and uh, we don't talk about the rest of the (laughs) biography. We don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, we don't. And so, yeah, to have a hagiography or having these comments about saints. And uh, in Jesus' case, he's born, he's 13, and then he's a grown man. And you're going, that's, that's all we got? It's like, yes, that's all you get. You get what you get. You don't get upset. So that's the story that we have. But he seems to be completely on the side of people developing as individual people, not because they're paying attention to a government or they're paying attention to the rule of a kingdom, And that might be, maybe, again, from the agnostic point of view, or from that point of view, the historical point of view, the historical Jesus, is to say, oh, well, that makes perfect sense because he was not going to be caught up in political discussions. The country is ruled by the Romans through Herod, and the religious life is ruled by the Sadducees and Pharisees. Mm -hmm. So there was all these bodies who essentially were governing every aspect of your life. It sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. Remember, you can't spit on the Sabbath, because in spitting, you dig a, th- a furrow into the earth.
1: Oh, no, that's labor.
0: That's labor. And so, what does Jesus do on the Sabbath? He that is blind. Anything. He <laughs> spits into the ground, makes mud, rubs it in the guy's eyes, and the guy can see. And he did that deliberately to break the Sabbath laws. And they're going, but you just... You worked on the Sabbath. And he says, "Well, I worked to make him see. Is it fair that he doesn't see? Do you want me to take it away yeah, from
1: him?" I? So Does he is... need to wait another day? My right. schedule
0: is very booked. <laughs> but that's the kind of kind of person that Jesus was. He was he messed pragmatic with also. Yes, but he did. Like
1: yeah, we have yeah. rules. But think about the reasons we have the rules. Right. We have a rule to not work on the Sabbath, so that you take a day
0: off. And that's what he eventually ends up so saying. So you don't work yourself to death at twenty-four. Was man made for the Sabbath, or the Sabbath made for man? Government—that's
1: like, what I say about governments. Right. It's what I say about governments. <laughs> Very <Really> good <look laughs> it's that. about governments. That's why there's no dra- government. Is here for us. We cannot be a drain on the society. Right society is here for us we make up the society we, we did we do that we so we don't ju- we not just we did that once mm. 200 and
0: whatever years ago we are actively doing it now well and there so we see another example of that yeah we're not made to follow rules the rules are made to help us to help us right not to it's 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 kind of compelling us to do something that we need to do anyhow which is to take a day yeah. off we didn't institute mm-hmm. seatbelt laws to take away people's fun and joy writing. Well, that, like, that, that seems not... to be what <laughs> the the modern conservative argument is about any laws about COVID in particular. Yeah. And, and as we're sitting yeah. here seeing people that we know getting sick, we know several now, yeah. uh, having dealt with my job, I know several. I don't some
1: think of... that after this uh, winter outbreak, Um, there is anyone in the United States that doesn't know somebody who got
0: it. I mean, I've known, what, three or four now between our customer base and things at the Mm -hmm. the job that we work. And so looking at that, it's just, it's made to, these rules are restricting my freedom. They're not supposed to be restricting their freedom. They're supposed to keep you alive.
1: And everyone else. Right. it, It is unfortunate to me that we have to couch all of our wording to right. Americans as this is how it
0: helps you exactly
1: not like I, we had to switch yeah. the mask what a mask did from it keeps others from being um uh, exposed exposed to right. what you have been exposed to to it keeps you from being exposed to what others have been exposed to which are they're both true, right? But the fact that Americans needed us to tell them what it would, what how how could we help you, right? For them to do a thing
0: is yeah, heartbreaking. We, we need to be better. We we need to do better than we're doing right now. This is ridiculous. The situation that we're in, where there are people who are just going to fight no matter how bad it gets, and you look at conservative states being overrun and people dying and children getting this now and yeah. It's. And we don't know how that's going to affect those kids for the rest right.
1: of their lives. The, 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 well, 80, 60% of fatalities were over 60, so.
0: Yeah, that That's tells me a lot about how, as I get a, how at we, 52, right, how it we tells feel. me mm-hmm. what my future looks like. Yeah, which I'm right, is the, I should just start packing it up now because right. I put on an ice floe. There won't be
1: an ice floe. I just raft right. into the ocean when I turn 60
0: because... Yeah, there's not going to be a place for me in this, again, society. But the point that Jesus is making is it's, it's the rules are made to help us, not us to obey yeah. rules. We're not just there's an arbitrary rule let's obey it it. yeah yeah and and
1: and i think that that and that never works for long periods of time that's what fascism and authoritarianism are and it always crumbles because people understand that fundamentally Mm -hmm. when they've been told not to do something or to do something that doesn't that only hurts them right for long enough then they're gonna they're gonna stop
0: right exactly
1: I mean, but how many people have to die That's the issue, is that that? The, the
0: lack of compassion that we have now um, for people.
1: Yeah, and then the idea that having compassion makes you a snowflake and a, you know. Yes,
0: like Jesus.
1: That brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you like it, please subscribe and leave us a review. Share it with a friend.
0: We have an internet home withoutworkspodcast.com. Our show notes and links to stories we talk about can be found there.
1: You can also find us on Twitter, at WithoutWorksPod. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Without Works Podcast, And you can email us at WithoutWorksPod at gmail.com. But links, handy links to all of those options are on our website, so go over there and have a look around. Until next time, I've been Amity, he's been Lemuel, and we urge you to get boosted and do something good. Emu-